Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hi, everyone. Today I'm with Nancy Kawet, who's uh, the founder of Lil Yogi. So, Nancy, thanks for being with us today. I know uh, you're in a crunchy time in your in your life right now. So, thanks for taking the time to be with us on the show. Well, thank you for having me. Great, Nancy. So, so you founded your business five years ago. Um, tell us, you know, tell us what led you to create Lil Yogi. Well, I have to say it wasn't in my plan at all. <laughs> I was studying to become a researcher and a therapist. I actually did like years of um, higher education and special care counseling, sexology, different type of um, society violence, violence to women, um, child therapy. So it wasn't on my like uh, plan to build a company. I really wanted to um, help children, help family. I wanted to change the world, basically. That was really one of my goals. And I had really big interest in uh, the psychology and the human understand like all the relationships. So that was really what what was passionating passionating yeah <laughs> so um when my friends and my family started to have kids I got interested for the first time in my life in kids clothing and I wanted to buy stuff I wanted to buy gifts so I went shopping for the first time for kids And that's when I realized how fashion was stereotyped. Mm-hmm. I, I already knew that, like everybody knows it, but when it's for an adult, when you think about it, you're like, I can make my own choices. But when you go into a kid's store and you realize that you're like, oh my gosh, like on one side, everything's blue, on the other, everything's pink. And the messages are so different from a girl than a boy like the boys the boys are all courageous and strong and the the girls are are cute and they're shining and they have sparkles and i was like what kind of message do we send to the kids what are we telling them when we dress them this i think there's a bigger conversation behind clothes so i didn't bought anything for my friends and for my family. And I started to look online, what can I find um, overseas, what, what's going on in kids' fashion all, all over the world. And um, my mom's a sewer. So basically I grew up with her sewing everything. And I bought some fabrics that I found that were none, uh, that had no stereotypes on it. So. It was more um, unisex. It was uh, for both genders. And I bought the fabrics. I, I went home to my mom and I said, okay, so we have a baby shower coming. I'd like to do something special for my friends. Um, let's build a Grow With Me pants. I've seen, I've seen this in Europe. I want to see if, can we do something for them? And it all started there. So one Sunday we i draw what i wanted and i tell my mom can we do this so we saw it i went to the um, baby showers and i i was like this is edouard exclusive this is uh <laughs> delphine's exclusive and i made them little clothes 
and people were just amazed. So they were like, oh my gosh, did you make that? It's so beautiful. Can I have some and everything? And my boyfriend's kind of a geek on- online and he was like, you should put it on Facebook just to see what, what's going on. Like, So I've put my first little yogi pants online right after the baby showers and a week after I had hundreds of orders. So I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have any fabrics. I didn't have any like business model. I, it was really like, I, I saw that there was a problem there. I wanted to do something special for my friends, for my family. And then just the world respond to, to, to what I, I've made. So six months after that, I quit my job, my studies, everything. And I started doing little yogi full time in five years now. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a, that's a great story. And it seems like you had, you know, like you saw a need and then you had the right element with your mom being in the industry. So, and, and then the pe- people responded. So what does that look like for you right now? You know, like five years later, is your mom still in the company? How was that right? You know, like building a business with your boyfriend, with your mom, you know, people helping you out around you? I won't say that it was an easy ride. <laughs> it, it, well, we faced so many challenges, like, When I, when I think about the, those five years, I'm so amazed about what we accomplished because we had no idea what was coming. And like, we had so much orders coming in and I was like, oh my gosh, how are we gonna make it like, and you know, to buy fabrics, you need money. And if you want to expand, you need money as well. So those are all the challenges that I, I wasn't ready to, to face at that moment. But we really did it like step by step. And I, I, I went knocking on doors to, to get help, free help. Like the, the fact that you need money to build a, a, a business, it's, it's not real. Like you can get help. There's a lot of uh, community service. There's a lot of people at the government everywhere that can really help you build your business. So I went at my, it's called um, a centre local. I don't know, like the, the perfect word in English. It's really to help small entrepreneurs to build their business. So we made a business plan. And when we started like to make a financial prévision, um, yeah, forecasting, forecasting. And I started to build a plan. And it's sure that everything I did with my studies, like, I mean, I, I was doing a master's, so I had a certain like structure and I'm, I, I'm well organized. I, I like to plan things ahead. And so all those skills that I, I acquired doing my studies really helped me like putting a structure into my business and making it grow and grow and grow. And of course I like learning. So I was always online, always looking for articles or way to help. Um, I was um, checking my favorite brand. What are they doing? How do they do it? And also what really helped it's that my, what, what I was doing with my life was communicating with people. It, it, it was the way I was, I, I was doing my whole life, like in therapy or when I was uh, working at um, 
the youth center, it's always about relationships. So I really take that experience and I, I, I took it with me to build Little Yogi. So our online community is really, really strong. And I think it's because I, I had those skills to communicate, to really um, hear people like, what, what do you think about all these um, all these matters, like about uh, gender equality, about those bias, about those stereotypes. And we really got engaged into a conversation that, that was really bigger than just a little piece of quotes. So um, I'm, I'm going a bit everywhere right, right now, but I think we started from nothing with no experience. We had no plan of building a business, but all the experience we had um, with uh, humans, with um, the, all the, the structure I built with my, my studies and my work really helped me like put little Yugi all together. And about my boyfriend, he really helped me with website and everything, but he never got engaged into like the business itself. And my mom's still working with us. <laughs> She was supposed to retire uh, last March, but with the COVID, she was like, I don't want to go home and just do nothing and, mm -hmm. and be alone, you know? So we were like, oh, we're so glad you're staying. <laughs> She's um, at, at, uh, at the beginning, she was sewing almost everything and she was making like yeah, the, um, the design. She was helping me with, with everything, but now she's really more, um, she's coaching the, the, the sewers we're working with, um, when she sees something that's not working on um, a patron, um, obviously patron, I have a, a I think it's like the model for, yeah. for the pants, right? Or for the, the yeah, exactly, the model. <laughs> she, she can see it. So she, she's really experimented. So she, she helps us, uh, with design and, um, yeah. So I think she's going to be with us maybe for a few months, maybe a year. But uh, we're really glad it's it's not easy working with your mom because you're you have to deal with two, even three kind of relationship because I'm a mom of two. She's the, the their grandmother as well. So there's like three kinds of relationships to um, protect because, you know, you don't you don't you don't want to mess up your relationship with your mom and my kids relationship. And you want to have a, a fun relationship at work, too. So it was really. Um, it was challenging as well because I was n no more in the role of the little girl with her mom. I was um, her equal in the business, even her boss. So uh, sometimes it's 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 still challenging when we need to talk about um, difficult things or some things we don't agree on. But we try to what to apply the the rule that what's going on on the job stays on the job and then we have our relationship at home well we don't have a lot of relationship right now but <laughs> with the COVID we don't see uh we don't see each other a lot but we really try to separate things so we, everything works but thanks god she was she was in the business and um, the quality we have wouldn't be the same if she wasn't behind everything we do that's that's a really great story with your mom. And, and I think a point that I'd like to touch on in this interview is 
since you're an expert with, you know, gender equality, like sexuality, and you helped a lot of people, what do you see, like, what do you see the impact is of your work on, like, have you, because after five years, I assume that you've seen the children grow up with your clothes. So do you see a difference? Like, or maybe what's your vision that, what, what's the vision that you have for the impact you want to have with your business? And, and that, you know, you talk about the change in conversation, like, What is it that people can do to change the conversation according to you as an expert in that field? Well, my, my first goal was just to have this conversation with people and to put it out there and to people just to start not thinking about all, all, all these things. And I was surprised to see that people are not comfortable with those messages. Like some are, but most of them are not. And they're glad that we arrived on the market and said, that's over. We, we want to say that you can wear whatever you want to wear and become whomever you want to become with no regards to colors and what kind of sports or whatever you're, you're doing. And, and people were so open And even my vision grew during those five years because we started as, okay, it's unisex, it's for boys, it's for girls. But now I'm staying, standing in a position that for me, what just any kind of clothes can be for a girl or can be for a boy. I, we say we're gender neutral, but I, I would like to find a better term to define us because we launched uh, dresses last season. and. For me, that new product was, was not just for girls, and that's how we put it out there. We're like, those are dresses. They are dresses for whoever want to put dresses on. <laughs> and we, sh we should, as adults, um, uh, have a reflection about why we feel uncomfortable seeing a little boy or seeing a guy wearing a dress that's that's uh, this ça nous appartient. this is to us like as adults and we are giving all those insecurities and those uncomfort thoughts and feelings to our kids and i think it's really limitative mm -hmm. and i was afraid of uh, of putting that thought i like in my community because you know it's Um, it's not you everyone that thinks yeah, yeah you <laughs> out there you know it's your butt on the line you know exactly exactly but I received so many love messages and people were like maybe I'm not there yet but I do understand what you're trying to say and I agree I I, I, I won't put my son on the line I won't dress him with a dress for now but I I do get what you're saying and just that for me it's a big change in the conversation because even when I was doing my studies in sexology, I, I wasn't there yet neither. So I think it's really interesting to, to, to start, but well, to stop saying that it's unisex because everything should be unisex and we should be able to shop uh, in one place and not on one side and on another side. And like, We, we should tell our kids that they can do whatever they want to do. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like dress yeah. up the way they want to do. <laughs> yeah. 
And you, as you said it, you know, it starts with it started with the adults. So right now, Lil Yogi is a business for for clothing for children. But do you have do you have in mind a, a way to actually create some clothing for adults so that not to have it like, you know, be exactly wearing the same thing than your children, but, you know, bringing that message to adult, because as you said, even for us, it's still the same thing. One side woman, one side men. And then, you know, we're still living in that stigma. Mm -hmm. We're living in that stigma and everything's confused about sizes. Like we, we try to sell you something like you should wear, you're a small, you're a medium, you're a large That's not even real. You should shop by what makes you feel good. Like, do you like it like looser? Do you like it bigger? How how do you feel in your clothes? That's the way you should shop. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to shop by sizes except for certain certain product. But yeah, we have launched launched a couple of adult uh, products in the last years just to see what people like were thinking and everything. And we really, really had a good like response to that. So yes, we're actually uh, working on a um, on another like little brand that will be, I'd say, the the big sister for a little movie. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful! Yeah, that's great. We'll, <laughs> we'll announce it soon on our page, but uh, it's going to be launching soon. Uh, I wish just before I give birth because I'm pregnant with my third, and I'm going to give birth next month. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of thing uh, on the line right now. <laughs> yeah. And and what does that like you know what does that look like like for you the last month before you give birth like what are your plans or like how are you setting up things in place so that you can have a little rest with your baby when the baby comes? I have to say that it's going to be the first time that I will have a little a little bit of a, a maternity leave with this baby. Uh, I, when I started the company, I had no kids and in three years I had three. <laughs> so the first, uh, my, with my first Sydney, I worked while I was in the hospital, I was doing, uh, <laughs> social media and I was talking with clients, even at the hospital with June, my second one, I had, um, my first employee, Valerie, which is still, um, working with us now. So she helped me a little, but I never like left the business but now i'm gonna take um i i wish one or two weeks before i give birth and a couple of weeks after it's sure i'm gonna stay in a little but um i'm, I'm gonna go home and enjoy my my last uh, baby i really put a lot of effort in the last year like covid really um engaged me in a new reflection about the structure of the company like How can how can we be more independent? How can we uh, have like logistic and structures that will help the business um, uh, run a little bit more by itself? That needs less of me, less of everyone. So we really put effort in the structure and the logistics, and it really it's really helping for um, for for me and the. And the The yeah, little break I'm gonna take. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, a lot of a lot of businesses did that in the last year, right? Like, how can we think differently about our business? So I can see that, like, you did that too because COVID, but also in preparation for what what your what's exactly. up for you next. Yeah, because we had trouble um, getting access to fabric, uh, workshop work clothes. So 
it really was uh, a time of a big time of insecurities um and we had to have that 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 conversation about okay so how can we make things work if we don't have access to all these workers to all the the fabric how can we locally source that type of fabric how can we make things in-house and like not only my mom Marlene does it we need like workers in the company so we really build them a good structure and so far it's really it's really going well really glad in 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 a way that this happened and that we had to to focus on the structure you know when things are going well you you just like you're in the day-to-day actions and responsibilities and it's sometimes it's hard to take a step back and take a look at the big picture but this year is really like uh, it, it I had to do it like I had no other choices so Finally, it was it was a good thing. That's great, and and I'd like to um to touch on another point that that you talked about before. Um, basically, how does that uh, look like for you to um to be doing your business with your mom, with your family, structuring everything, being the mother of two, and now expecting your third, like? What does a day in your life look like? You know, because those are those little hacks that like we always try to find when we listen to other people's stories. We want to see how are they doing it and what can I learn from that and put it into my own routine so I can mm -hmm. be more productive, happier, etc. So what is your your magic recipe? <laughs> I think when I had my first kid, I, I felt a little bit of guilt because I wanted to be like, a hundred everywhere you know i wanted to be a hundred percent with my kid but i also wanted to be a hundred percent at my job and i like what i do and you know some moms like like to be home with their kids and 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 they feel great about it but i need to be out of the house to be better when i come back like for me this is essential to my mental health like i i need to do things i it's really important for me. My, my days are crazy. Like it's, it's even like impossible to describe them because it's, it's always running and running and running, but I have a, a, um, a tight schedule. I wake up before the kids, I work a little bit. Uh, and then I try to train because uh, it's the, the way I can, really get the steam for my mental health as well like i i need some space to just release the pressure the pressure so i do this early in the morning and then when the kids wakes up i'm with the kids until we go to daycare or if it's during the weekend well i'll stay with them all weekend but i have an hour or two before they wake up and then i'm with them totally and when i go to work i'm there from about uh, I'd say 7 38 until three and I'm really at the job and I stop every day at three and I'm with the kids because I want to enjoy like a, bit, a little bit of time with them and I'm going to bed so early like 7 38 p.m I'm in bed because <laughs> I want to wake up at 4 4 30 in the next morning so I can have um a time alone you know at 4 30 in the morning I don't have any I don't have any messages. There's no one trying to reach me out. So it's really my time to focus on what I want to do. 
and um, yeah, so I'm really trying to have like a me time to focus when I'm with the kids, to be only with the kids. When I'm at work, I'm, I'm really at work and I try to finish really early so I can enjoy my, my family as well. And I think it's really important to take that time. I even close my phone, my cell phone um, I, when I go back home because uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want my kids to see me on my phone all the time. I'm working a lot. They, they see me work, working a lot, but I'm also really happy that they see their mom like building a business and being happy about it and being really proud. For me, that's also, that that's amazing. I'm really proud that I can show them that. Well, I think you you deserve you you deserve all the the recognition that you're getting from your clients, from your family, your friends, and, and from yourself. You know, I can I yeah, you can be proud of yourself because it's not it's not easy to have almost four babies at the same time, right? Your mm -hmm. business and then mm -hmm. your three kids now. So yeah, so that's amazing. And and also, I have an amazing partner who's really who who does understand what I'm doing and what I'm trying to achieve and he's like my number one fan so that helps a lot and we're really like 50-50 at home and this is something I I I wouldn't be able to do if I didn't have like my my partner my boyfriend with me who's like really into it as well that's awesome and do you earlier you talked about um you know like people wanting to help you when you start your business you don't have to pay for everything some some things are free and there's a lot of help like before before we we leave each other is there any advice that you'd like to give to people listening to us when they start when they think about starting their business yeah well i think first of all go go get the more advice you can get Like, it's fun to have an idea. It's fun to have a product. But then there's so many things around that you, you need to take in consideration. Do you have a, a trademark? Uh, is it available? Go, go get that information. There's, um, there are free services at the government that can help you with trademarks. Uh, you can have sometimes 15, 20 minutes free with, um, with a lawyer. Like, just call them. Make your sheet of paper. You have 15 minutes. All right. Ask your questions for 15 minutes and, 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 and do it twice and, <laughs> and, and go get those information before launching your business or, well, really earlier in, in your business stage so that you start on good base. Mm -hmm. That was something that was hard for me. Like I started the product and everything before I had a business model and I really had to work hard to get that structure and to make everything like work together after. So go get those information, put yourself out there, ask people their opinion. Like a lot of people are, people are going to be party pooper. Like a lot of people will tell you, oh, it's not a good idea or, or, oh, what are you going with this or this or this, but take those Take those energies, take those comments, take everything in consideration. So you have all, all, all the thing in your baggage to, to, to build something that's strong and that's strong. Awesome. Well, Nancy, thanks so much for being with us today. I really appreciate your conversation. Thanks for being engaged in this conversation of gender <laughs> equality. You. I think it's really inspiring to hear your business and hear your journey. 
if people have question about about yourself or about the business and they want to get in touch with you so what is the best way to do that uh they can contact me di directly by mail nancy at little yogi company.com or even on ig on ig <laughs> wonderful well nancy thanks for being with us and we wish you I wish you the best in your journey and looking uh, forward to seeing you. your business grow. And good luck with your your <laughs> your maternity leave and you know like the baby coming up. <laughs> thank you so much Sandra. Thank you.